This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Moreno. Well, lo and behold, I just found out seconds ago, my day has taken a totally different turn because we're supposed to have this meeting every week, two hours after the show. And I was looking forward to this meeting because this was going to be our meeting after the ratings come out. Now, I like to find out what the ratings are before the meeting, so I'm not blindsided and they tell you uh, you go into this meeting thinking you're you have a secure job and then you leave and say you know pack up all your things and and grab that cardboard box there so i was looking forward to this meeting because you know our ratings are pretty stellar and so i'm looking forward to this meeting going through all the different demographic groups of how great we're doing and lo and behold seconds ago i find out that there's no meeting today now, um, uh, apparently everybody was aware that there's no meeting today that's in the meeting except for me. So, Matt Place, how did you yes. find out there was no meeting? Well, like I said, our, our program director is not here. He's out today well, and how yesterday. Did you, how did you learn that, let's say? That was in an email. You got an email saying, I'm out today and yesterday. Yes. I'll be out tomorrow and Friday. Well, why didn't I Wednesday. get that email? I, I don't know. You are left out of every email. I, I am. Why am I left out <laughs> You're of always on an email. island somewhere else. Yeah, right. Like you it's, get no emails. Staten. That's Staten. Yeah, that's that I'm But um, the thing that – so now, I mean, this is great news uh, because, you know, the, now this kind of frees up my morning. But I've kind of planned my day around sticking around here. And so now I was supposed to meet someone at 8 after the meeting. Now – now – you could still meet him at eight. Well, no, but here's the thing. Now, now, if I leave right at like five thirty after I finish doing this business report, I don't have to park my car or anything. True, right? I'm done. I can go home. Right, get some sleep. But then I don't want to leave, let down everybody that I'm supposed to meet later in the morning just in the cry, city. Just crash, yes. Bernie and Sid show. What did you say, Kenneth? I said just crash Bernie and Sid's show. Uh, that's an amateurish suggestion. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, so uh, there is a lot of appeal to just sleeping until my 8 o'clock. Actually, wait a minute. It might be even a 9 o'clock meeting. All right. Well, we got to see about this. I hate to bail because, you know, I, I don't know. This is a person that's been trying to pin me down for a while. And I said, all right, well, you know, I'm, I have to stay late this day. And they kind of rearranged their schedule around around meeting me but now there's no reason for me to stick around so so ugh. reschedule I, I don't know I, I i feel guilty about this all right hey this is exciting ron albanese is here it's been about a year since i got to see ron albanese he is an interesting guy and an entertaining guy he is a children's entertainer an author a school teacher and a new jerseyan at large uh, and uh, really just a fascinating, fascinating person with a great attitude. Ron, good morning. Thanks for coming in. Hey, what's up, Frank? Thanks for having me. It's great to see you again. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be here, and uh, congratulations on uh, no meeting, and uh, good Thank luck. Thank you. You know, if you're going to snooze, you got to let us know what happens, though. Now we've made right. uh, hey about this. We have to know, Frank. Yes. So, now, uh, I See, now I feel like whatever decision I make is going to be the wrong one. 
Right. If I go home and I screw the person I'm supposed to meet at nine, I feel guilty. If I stick around until nine, instead of going home to take care of my seven month old child, uh, I, I feel guilty. So I feel just perpetual. I feel guilty no matter what I do here. Yeah, it's like uh, Murphy's Law versus right. uh, Norman Peel over here. The power <laughs> of positive thinking. So uh, you, sir, have a philosophical uh, issue now. Indeed, I do. If I, only this meeting happened, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But meanwhile, I just spend the whole week hoping the meeting doesn't happen. Meanwhile, had somebody told me yesterday, you wished it out of existence, right, sir. Had somebody told me yesterday, there's no meeting Friday. I I would none of this would have happened, but nobody told me. Matt Blaze knows. Uh, yeah, Alex Barnard knows. Kenneth, who's worked here for eight minutes, knows. And and yet nobody thinks. Hey, maybe we should tell Frank. Frank's such a good guy. He always buys pizza. He buys uh, you know gluten free pizza when need be. Dairy free pizza. Right. And yet nobody thinks. Oh, let's let Frank know that maybe he doesn't have to arrange his day and his morning around a particularly inconvenient meeting. But. Uh, so, Ron, your story for people that um, that may not remember you or may not have heard you is you're a teacher, but you also do these shows all over the place that you do, right? Correct. Yeah, I've been a, a school teacher and a, a family entertainer uh, for the exact same time, 23 years as of right now. And, of course, uh, the good news is in another 47 years, I can retire. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, you know, I, I wrap up my school years. I just uh, wrapped up teaching year number 22, and I've been on a hot streak since then uh, doing shows for the last few weeks from here to the, the Poconos. So what does your show consist of? I do a few different things. I do, uh, I DJ, actually. I get called upon to uh, MC, DJ, uh, hang out, work the room. And for children, I primarily do uh, music and comedy. I do like a variety show. Uh, I do a song, and, and there's like setups and skits before that uh, where everybody has to kind of sing, dance, and clap along. So I kind of uh, have you know conjured up a, a variety show thing in, in, in the grandest tradition. And the comedy is kind of out of the shoes of, um, you know, like anything from John Ritter uh, to Jackie Gleason. I like that. I like that. Uh, do you, uh, how do you feel about comparisons to Uncle Floyd? You know, it's funny. Uh, Uncle Floyd. Big I, listener to the show, by the way. He listens really? all the time. Yeah. Uh, hey, Floyd, how you doing? Come stai, bene? Uh, I heard you mention Italy before, by the way. And uh, yes, the politics are better than professional wrestling. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I, I read OG. Uh, well, I struggle to read OG, <laughs> actually. But yeah, back to Uncle Floyd. Uncle Floyd, I used to watch uh, Frank on the UHF there, you know, right, right. tuning it in. Back in the late 70s, and uh, Floyd was a major influence on me, number one. But number two, a more obscure character on the show would be uh, Looney Skip Rooney. Mm. I don't know if you remember. I, I don't. Now, Looney Skip Rooney, he had a big uh, bow tie, and he had a, a big hat on, and he kind of would come on and, and, again, do these little uh, comedic interludes. And I believe he went into radio, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. But I used to, oh, I loved Uncle Floyd. And we've seen each other at gigs and stuff since. And at one point, someone took a picture of us, and it appeared in the Italian Tribune uh, newspaper. And that, that was a big oh, moment that's for fun. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was psyched. Now, um, <clears throat> last time you were here, we talked about this uh, this book that you were coming out about uh, that uh, focused on Kiss, the rock band Kiss, one of the most famous rock bands uh, in history. Yes. Uh, did that book ultimately come out? Uh, yeah. Uh, are you referring to the hottest band in the world? 
I, I, yes, yeah, yes. apparently I am. Yes. Yeah, uh, actually, I've been a member of the Kiss Army since the seventies, and in the seventies, they had this TV movie called Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, and uh, I decided a while back to write a book about that. Mm-hmm. Let me dig up uh, people that were not literally uh, that were involved in the movie, interview them, get it on tape, uh, and put it out. What had happened was I started working on it, and it was hard in the early 2000s to find these people. The uh, Internet's in its infancy. You have to really look. But I eventually uh, interviewed about you know, about 12 people, had the cassettes in my basement, kept walking. Matt, you're a Kiss fan, I believe, right? Yeah, I was a big Kiss, Kiss fan. Have you seen Kiss Meets the Phantom? Uh, absolutely. I remember <laughs> when it was on on TV. Yeah, awesomeness. So so what happened was I did these interviews, and I put the cassettes in a Nike shoebox in my basement. And I kept walking by it and walking by it. And then one day it dawned on me, why don't I try to find a publisher just to get these interviews out of there, uh, you know, out there. Um, some of these people had passed, you know, uh, such as Bill O'Coin, Kiss's manager, Gordon Hessler, the director, who's a, a pretty renowned guy. And uh, I found a publisher and put it together and put it out, and it's done pretty well. That's um, great. And, yeah. and if people want to get it, it's on Amazon. You can go on Amazon, look up me, Ron Albanese, or look up Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, uh, and you'll find my book, which is called Conversations with Phantoms, Interviews about Kiss Meets the Phantom neat. of the Park. Uh, neat. Hey, uh, this is a question. Uh, this is the literal, literally, and we've had a lot of very high-profile guests on this show, um, you know, leaders of government, yes. you know, scholars, academics, children's news entertainers. Makers. Well, you know, this is the first time ever that uh, our producer, Alex Barnard, has ever written a question that he has asked me to pass on. So this is a question that he has written for you. I don't know yes, if it's sir. a good question or a bad question, but it's his question. He, could, he deserves credit or blame. What do you think of Kiss's albums where they... Followed trends, i.e., Dynasty and the Elder. Was it a stroke of genius or just a cash grab? Wow, Alex, excellent question. Uh, you win a new car. No, actually, you don't. But maybe uh, he wins a kiss book. You know, Dynasty was the first time what, what he does a win book? a kiss book. Right, he absolutely good. wins a kiss book for that. Frank, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, Dynasty was the first time when in the neighborhood, all of a sudden, you found yourself defending Kiss. You know, playing two-hand touch or something, and, and, and kids were saying, Kiss sold out, and a lot of worse things. When I Was Made for Loving You was all over the radio in summer 79. And, uh, you know, I had uh, girls in the neighborhood telling me that the cars, the cars, blew away Kiss. So um, some of these records, I think Dynasty is awesome. If a little uh, uneven, uh, Ace, I think, steals the show. I think Dirty Living is an awesome production. And uh, some of the other ones down the line, uh, maybe... Um, 2000 Man. 2000 Man, another great one. which he, Stones cover. Which, yeah, which he still does. Uh, there's some Dynasty rules, actually. Wow. Yeah, but uh, so some of those albums are a little shaky. Uh, mixed results, I think, Alex. Mixed right, results. Mixed results. Okay. Now, uh, but the book's doing well. People can get it on Amazon. Just search yes. Ron Albanese or uh, give me the title of the book again. It is called Conversations with Phantoms, interviews oh. about the TV movie Kiss Meets the Phantom Love of the it. Park. Love it. Okay. So now uh, I am a big li- I'm a big supporter of libraries. And yes. you are doing a residency not in at one of these swanky Atlantic City or Vegas casinos somewhere. Not yet. You are doing a residency in the Ocean County Library System starting on Monday, beginning with, with Lavalette. Is that a fact? Lavalette. 
Yeah, lava yeah. Oh, yes, uh, lavalette. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, uh, you know, um, basically, uh, a lot of these uh, library branches, and I'm a big library guy too. I always tell everyone I'm a closet librarian. You know, I have books all over my house. I love to read, Frank. And uh, if I didn't go into school teaching, I probably would be working in a library. Uh, so I go into many counties, and what we do is we set up a round of shows, um, wherein I, I go in and do my thing. And yeah, uh, we did lavalette. We've done a so bunch that's of Monday. Monday's well. Lavalette. We did it. We just did Lava. Oh, it was last Monday. Monday. Oh, okay. but, but let me tell you, uh, a Wednesday we did another batch of uh, three stops at the Jersey Shore and different libraries, ending up in Long Beach Island. And after that, I was in Barnegat Bay, uh, not because they threw me in there, uh, <laughs> because I went paddle boarding. Uh, but we'll be doing more uh, in August. I'll be returning to Long Beach Island, and uh, there's a lot of different stops as well happening. By the way, if people want to know where they can catch you, what's the best way for them to track your movements? The best way would probably be Facebook at this point. Uh, look up Ron Albanese, Children's and Family Entertainer, and you'll find me. And if you, you Google me, too, I'm um, pretty easy to You're find. You're not on Twitter, I notice. Is there a reason for that? Actually, I am on oh, you Twitter. Are. Yeah, yeah, I am on Twitter. But you know, Frank, I'm probably not as active. As of late, I've been going on there more. You weren't banned like Donald Trump or anything? No, no, I'm not shadow banned or, or whatever they call that stuff. No. Uh, see, my friend Kyle O'Brien, he lives in Lavalette. He would have loved to have seen you uh, out there. But uh, hopefully your next swing through through Ocean County. Now... Uh, you're going down to Florida. Correct, correct. Uh, what I'm doing now is I just wrapped up this, this marathon week. I was in uh, Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, Jersey Shore, uh, here right now. And then I'm gonna How take, do you get booked in all these places? You know, you got you to gotta pick up that phone. You, you got to email them. And you got to have uh, a good product, I believe, you know. And I think um, when I lay it out to people uh, and tell them what I do, if they take the time to look at it, I think at this point uh, it sells itself. Well, that's great. And so the show consists of you doing what? Obviously, you're, there's a musical component, but what else does it include exactly? Well, when I go in, you know, I love to work with children. So I think uh, the key thing is to kind of go in and be cool and kind of, um, you know, I guess disarm them and, and get them ready to have a good time. You know, I think more than anything, Frank, I sell fun. You know, uh, that's what I really like to do. I just like to put on a good time. I'm not an astronaut, you know, I'm not a fireman, and mm. those are awesome vocations, but I think I'm best at uh, just having a good time. And then how long is the Ron Albanese show? Can be various lengths, but the uh, library shows, for example, uh, that concert as it were, is about 45 minutes to an hour. Now, when you do a concert in a library, do you have to be very, very quiet and play very, very soft music? It's so funny you say that because uh, when I go in there, I tell them, you know, this is the only time all year that you can be loud in a library. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to use your – remember going to the library in the 70s? They'd be, use your library voice. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, so you're you're doing a show on Long Island in August. Where on Long Island are you going to be? You know, uh, I'm going to be on Long Island, and I wanted to say that right. Not in Long Island, by the way, gentlemen. I'm going to be at Harbersfield's Library, which is um, – that away. <laughs> I have no idea where that is. Where, where is Harbersfield Library, uh, Matt, if you could help me here with the uh, Google machine. It's, uh, 
It's on, wait, that's the south. It's on the north. You but is it, it Suffolk or is it Nassau? Oh, that's Suffolk. You know that? oh, Suffolk. I believe okay, that's Suffolk. Okay, it's out there. I believe, oh, yeah, a little bit. It's a little bit out there. In the past, I've been farther. I've done West Hampton and all that. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I'll be out there. That's uh, August 11th, and I'm going to be putting that on the site, too. Uh, I'll be doing this show we've been talking about at the library. They have a great auditorium there, and we usually pack it out with a couple hundred Neat. kids. All right, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and anybody can go. It's free. Absolutely. That's that's really neat. All right. Um, if you want to call in, uh, Ron Albanese is here, 800-848-9222. So during the school year you teach, you do your teaching thing. What do you teach? I actually teach technology. Oh. And I do it with students uh, from pre-K all the way up to sixth grade. And then during the summer, you spend most of your time doing all these shows all over the country, literally. Yeah, it's like a duality. You know, I kind of hit the road uh, right after school wraps up. See ya, everybody. And then I'm in my car, and then I'm on uh, tour, basically. Now, you've got long hair like a rock star. Yeah. Do you keep that during the school year as well? I do. Well, actually, no, this is a wig. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, you know. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a long hair, don't care kind of gotcha. thing. Gotcha. No, yeah. I love it. I, th- I think it's, it fits your whole persona, no doubt about it. Now, when you're on the road, you go, you're, you're going between gigs. You're going from uh, Long Island to uh, Lavalette, wherever you've, you're ending up performing. What do you do in terms of food? I imagine a lot of times you're, you're on the road. A lot of times you're rushing. You can't always sit down and have a delicious and nutritious meal. What, what do you end up doing in terms of food on the road? You know, for the longest time, Frank, uh, my number one food was really birthday cake. Because, you know, I'd be, they'd say, here, take a piece of birthday cake for the road. Now, I've seen it all with birthday cakes. I've been doing this 23 years. I've seen uh, scanning of photos come into Vogue, uh, you know, on, on the, cake. the cake. Yeah, where uh-huh. little, you know, Susie can be on the cake or, or Johnny. Uh, I've seen the uh, post-cake boss uh, with the kind of edible um, building material. What do you call that? Fond- fondant you, you or got something? me. I don't know. Right? Uh, I remember cake ball. I mean, that was a big yeah, thing. Yeah, no. Well, we got to get was this everywhere. cake out there. We got to get to this place. And uh, <laughs> then I saw um, breakaway cakes, the cupcakes. So here you go. I'll just break you a piece of this cake that's really a cupcake. And here you go. I find cake yes. far inferior, with the exception of ice cream cake. Far inferior to pie, right? I find pie a wow. much more mm. delicious dessert than cake. And yet, I've been to a lot of birthdays, yes. and every single one, there's never a birthday pie. No. Why no. is that the case? I think uh, the cake thing uh, comes in a variety of colors, whereas your pie uh, is usually a brown crust. But why can't you throw a little frosting on the pie? You cannot put <laughs> Pikachu on a pie crust, Frank. <laughs> I suppose not. Um, all right, eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Ron Albanese was here. Is here. We were talking uh, at the top of the hour about uh, some of our fond memories of people that used to be on this station. Yes, and you were a fan of uh, of my friend Jay Diamond. I absolutely love Jay Diamond, and one of my my favorite Jay Diamond memories, uh, besides going to see him in person at the Rio Diner in Woodbridge, was listening to him. On Christmas Eve one year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. on on this very station, of course. And uh, he he had guests in, and he was uh, singing, and it was just such a warm show. It it stands out in my mind. This is like in 1993. And, of course, before that, uh, Frank, always I listened to Bob Grant. 
Mario, azenda me. <laughs> tu se proprio. Svachim. And he is. And he is. I heard you mention something that Bob Grant used to say before. Get off my phone. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, uh, uh, Jay <laughs> is, in my, my in my view, a uh, uh, maybe the greatest talent ever to speak into. Jay Diamond, let me tell you, every now and then he, he pops to mind, Frank, and I find myself looking on Facebook for him and stuff. Uh, so, so, Jay, if you're listening, I think you're an absolute uh, legendary talent in radio, and I'd, I'd love to hear you again. Yeah, I, I've tried I tried a couple of times to get Jay to come on the show with me, and then I thought to myself, let me not try too hard, because if they hear how brilliant he is in overnight radio, they're going to think, <laughs> well, what do we have this Shlemiel Frank Morano? <laughs> what do we need him for? Let's just hand the reins over to Jay Diamond. Right. Uh, you know, so, uh, so care, that's that. Exactly. Your territory, exactly, sir. Yes. Please. So that's that. <laughs> hey, um, so, um, uh, we're, we, you know, you have brought your guitar here, I ah, yes, I have. I have. The old gift box is here. This is not uh, just a prop. You're prepared to no, use this? Yeah, actually, I am very prepared to use this, sir, uh, I think. And uh, I used gift box as a colloquial, of course, Civil what, War what, term. What sir. is gift box? What is that? They I used mean... to call them gift boxes, I believe. Again, uh, this is where uh, Blaze would come in handy with okay. the Google. But, all right, all right. Right? They called them I think gift boxes. You're, so you're way overestimating Matt's Googling I... abilities. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> That's uh, for sure. I love this. This is great. This is a pretty schnazzy looking guitar. Is this the very same guitar that you perform shows with and everything? Absolutely. This is the one. This is uh, not one that's on loan to the Hard Rock Cafe or anything like that. This is the real McCoy and Spock. (laughs) <laughs> it looks like the kind of guitar that Honky Tonk Man would, would smash people's <laughs> heads, heads with in the WWE. Wow, because he's the Honky Tonk Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so have Who was you, his manager? Go, quick. Uh, Jimmy Hart, the yes, Mouse of the South. Of the South. Come on, that's not a tr- difficult question. <laughs> no, please. All right, now, um, can, can we get you to do something personalized for, for us, Ron? What do you I, think? I think we can do that. As a matter of fact, let me go into my 1982... Rolling Stones folder. I couldn't find anything. Uh, here, here is actually my latest eight by ten. Oh, you. wonderful! Thank you. And um, look, you, you look like ten years younger in this eight by ten. All right, now, just... Frank, I'm slightly photoshopped there, and uh, we didn't take that picture at four thirty in the morning. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Way. Okay, okay. Slightly photoshopped. Right. This I, is... I look great. I drink a lot of water. <laughs> all right. Uh, I like this inscription, Frank. Thanks for all. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is very nice. Thanks well, for yeah, all. all right. Okay. I don't work for Hallmark, sir. All right. I, uh... What is what is Alex going to get if he asks for an autograph picture? Will he be thanks for most or maybe every? <laughs> thanks for a majority of Ron Albanese. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so entertain this, Ron. You know. You all right. So you know what? I'd like to do uh, a snippet of one of my children's songs first. If we oh, could do sure. That. Yeah, absolutely. Do you Why know not? the song Mule Skinner Blues? Uh, it's it's not on my iPod. I it's say. not in your radar. No. Uh, and Anybody in the booth? No. But I'll tell you, there's Mule Skinner Blues has kind of a yodel to it back in the day. And then in the 70s, there was a famous Levi's commercial uh, that was based on that. And it was actually a landmark commercial. It's called Laughing Levi's, if you want to look it up out there. And um, it did a stop motion kind of thing, but it, it had a lot of sounds in it in the song. So this song kind of has sounds in it, too. Uh, so I kind of do this song. It's called A Lot of Energy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's uh, give it a shot here, and I'll I'll, I'll see you on the other side uh, of midnight, of course. Right. Woo! Yeah, 
It's easy to see. Don't want to sit down. I'll go crazy. I want to dance and sing about everything. So won't you come along and join along with me? Hey, yeah. Woo-hoo-hoo. Agaba-gaba, hey. Ooma-mow-mow-mow. Na-na-na-na-na-na. Ooma-mow-mow. Hey, yeah. Na-na-na-na-na. And you can jump around. I'm supposed to go in circle, too. You can have fun with me. It's easy to see Mom and Dad say we'd need coffee A riddle for you To do be do be do With has two legs and jumps You'd know how to Hey, yeah Woo-hoo-hoo A-gobba-gobba Hey, ooma-mow-mow-mow mow. Na-na-na-na-na-na Ooma-mow-mow Hey, yeah Na-na-na-na-na Woo! I love it Well done Well done Ron Albanese, <laughs> absolutely well done. <clears throat> now really you know, great. As I said, I I do have something a little more uh, personalized, and I think it and maybe it'll hit home more than my oh, inscription. Right. Hey. <laughs> well, these thanks for all is very it does it's, it's very heartwarming. <laughs> I must say, you do you put Never. a lot of effort. I could tell and a lot of thought into <laughs> thanks for all. But, um, what were you saying, Alex? Oh, you were counting off one, two, three, and. Have it all WABC. It's owned by John Cats of TVs. My favorite show is definitely the overnight store and a week daily. If you haven't heard it on affiliates or 770 on your AM digits, tune in. Listen, I got a little message for you. I'm gonna tell you now. Chorus, everybody! on the radio M-O-R-A-N-O Frank's on the radio The other side of midnight is alright It's out of sight The other side of midnight The other side of midnight With ah, Frank Murado! I love it, that is well done We've got to get you in the, uh, if you record that, we'll get you in our closing theme song rotation. Ooh, good idea. That, you, that, good idea. That, that's outstanding. That's really, really nice. Thank you. Oh, no problem. That's very it's, nice. It's fun to do. Fun uh, so to do. what are you doing this weekend? Uh, I'm actually taking a little break uh, today uh, and tomorrow. I'm going to see my Angela Marie, and then uh, I'm going to hit the road. That's your longtime companion? My, uh, yeah, my uh, gal, Angela Hey, Angela, how you doing? You're sleeping, so you can't hear this right now. Uh, she's a school teacher, so as oh, well. Nice. So very she'll nice. be doing uh, summer school in a couple hours there. So, But, yeah, I'm going to take a little break, and then I'm hitting the road to Florida. I'll be at uh, Ju- uh, July uh, 19th. I'll be in Cocoa Beach, Cocoa Beach Library. I'll be appearing at at 1 p.m. At 3 p.m., I'll be at Melbourne Beach or Melbourne Beach. I think it's Melbourne, I think they say. I, I, I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, and then the next day I'll be at Cape Canaveral Library. Oh, cool. Uh, it's right. So you're doing near... the whole Space Coast. Thing. I love the Space Coast. And I have a trivia question. I'm for ready. You. OK. All right. Let's I, see I, now, because I wanted to ask you. I said, Frank's going to get this. So I, let's I, see. Don't be so sure. No pressure. Uh, when I don't have the answers, I'm not great with trivia. But, all right, but you're good with TV, I think. So Coco Beach was the setting of what 60s sitcom? Well, now, so I want to. <laughs> It, are we talking about where it was filmed 
or um, where the setting was? I would not say it was filmed there, sir. Was it Gilligan's Island? No! no. Uh, what is it? Um, I Dream of Jeannie? Correct! All right, Ladies okay. and gentlemen, Thank he you. wins a suitcase full of diamonds. I'll take a cube yes. of Sarconi. They, you know what they did? They said it was Cocoa Beach, uh, and I think they filmed... They went there and did like one B-roll thing where they filmed maybe the sign, Welcome to Cocoa Beach or something. Gotcha. Uh, but that was pretty much it. And then actually, oh, Frank, the day before, I'll be in Orlando hanging around uh, Radio Margaritaville. Oh, neat. Uh, yeah. Um, we have be- a lot of listeners in Florida, actually. I was going to say, I'm actually aware of that. Um, and I wanted to mention, I'll be hanging out at the Radio Margaritaville uh, station building uh, in Orlando. It's a nice little uh, promenade area. I'll be hanging around with some of the DJs there. And uh, if you come by uh, with your kids, say hi. I'll probably have my guitar with me and, and sing him a song. Uh, now, if people want to f- learn more about Ron, uh, they can go to his website, ronalbanese.com. It's ronalbanese.com. Uh, you can also find him on uh, on Facebook, uh, polka.ron, or just search Ron Albanese, and uh, your whole world opens up. Uh, well, that's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you, yeah. You, uh, so we're going to give people, speaking of trivia, an opportunity to win $1,000 if they are the seventh caller to 800-848-9222. And if they can then answer 10 trivia questions in 60 seconds, we'll give them an opportunity to win $1,000. But as we go to break, Ron, do you, yes. you want to play us out with something? Absolutely, I do. Uh, this is a little bit of one of my, uh, you know what? Where's the boys? Let's sing. Should we do some kiss? Oh, wonderful. All right, let's take it out. We're going out right We're now. Going out right, right. now. You show us everything you got. You keep on dancing and the room gets hot. You drive us wild, we'll drive you crazy. You keep on shouting, you keep on shouting. Everyone, I wanna rock it. gentlemen check him out ronalbanese.com the thousand dollar minute straight ahead the other side of midnight with frank morano This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 